Hello, Doug. Hello, Karen. We are on Hollywood Boulevard. We were just on we the block. Are. And we were we talking were. about Christmassy things. We were. We were talking about seasonal things. But, um, yeah, even though we're, you know, a week out from Thanksgiving, uh, we're already doing all sorts of things in my household to try and really bring as much holiday cheer into uh, you know, what has been a crazy, cold, sometimes frightening year. Yeah. We're, we, are, we are intent on ending this year on as good a note as we possibly can, knowing that we may still have to face more of the same in 2021. But we at least want to make the end of 2020 uh, a warm, happy place. Oh, happy place. So as some of you may know from listening in the past or listening to this this week's uh, Back on the Block, uh, my beloved and I have been watching many, 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 many Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's providing us with a lot of joy. So we're going to keep doing that. And what's fun is seeing some of our favorite uh, stars of your show up, including stars of Melrose Place. Um, but there's there are plenty, plenty of other ones uh, as well. But there's something else that brought me joy that I actually wanted to talk about, um, which is another old show that, you know, I'm head over butt in love with and always have been um, and was... Reminded of that this week. Family Ties. I noticed that they are on Hulu now, right? I think they are. Yes. I can actually check this. Because Um, Hulu has like a whole, um, like like now they have like a whole classic sitcom section. That's where I've been watching Taxi. Oh, sure. And And I think the Bob Newhart show is on there, too, which I've actually been meaning to watch as well. Oh, if you should. Look, if anyone can, then they should, because just like Taxi, I mean, that's one of the great classic shows. You know, you know what I wish that I just thought of that they had um, on classic TV and I don't think it exists is um, Mel's Diner or Alice. Alice. Alice, Yes. Um, First of all, I don't see Family Ties on Hulu. Where did I see Family Ties then? Amazon? Maybe it was Amazon. I thought it was Hulu. But okay, anyway. I don't see Alice either, but I love that. You may not know, but I think that Linda Lavin is one of the all-time great actresses. I've had the privilege of seeing her maybe a half dozen times on stage, too. And it is a yes. privilege. And I don't say that about everyone. Um, but Family Ties. So do you remember months and months back um, in year 8 billion of covid uh, Stars in the House, the J- Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley uh, show did um, uh, the Melrose Place reunion. Yeah. yeah. Well, just last week they did a Family Ties reunion. Oh, that's right. I think I and saw that. And you can that, watch like, these put- things. They're all archived. So you can go to Stars in the House anytime and watch any of them. I'm pretty selective in the ones that I watch. Um, but I've seen they did a L.A. Law reunion and the Broadway musical City of Angels. I watched that. Because these, to me, are like the real thing. Like, everyone brings oodles of talent, and it's nice to see them reunite decades past right, the right. show that they did. But Family Ties was always, like, my personal, like, safe place. That house really felt like home. I watched it my entire elementary schoolhood mm-hmm. um, and was super, super, like, a fan of uh, Michael J. Fox. Um, I mean, I think that show was brilliant. And kind of instructional in many ways. It was 
one of the first sitcoms to ever do the to be continued episode to do the very special episode right um but also the and i think it's a timely thing to point out the very idea that this family whose parents grew up hippies and were super liberal the only way their eldest son could could rebel is by being a super conservative <laughs> by being a reaganite yes <laughs> is so inspired it is yeah. so perfect for its time and is also timeless it is so great but here's the thing we live in perhaps the most fractured political era of mm. our history ever except for maybe right before the civil war um and this is a show that literally had people living together in the same house who did think differently, who did have different ideologies, who did have different motivators, and they still got along. Yeah. They could still live together and love together. And at the end of the day, that is truly what every episode was about. So you can you can poo-poo sitcoms as much as you want, but this was a show that managed to be very entertaining and funny and truly be about something and yes. and they were very quick to always compliment the writing on this reunion everyone was on except for justine bateman who was the older sister mallory oh she um, wasn't but, on no but they got everyone else and um including uh, scott valentine who played nick mallory's boyfriend and for a brief part mark price who was skippy wait, wait, um wait. the dumb one i thought mallory's boyfriend didn't he die i thought he died no, there's an episode where uh, where Alex's best friend has died. No, but I thought the actor himself died. That's so funny. Oh, no, no. I don't know no, why. No, he's I alive because he, he was just on this thing. Oh, okay. Good. What's he what's he been up to? He didn't say, he didn't talk much and I don't think much. Oh, okay. They real like they played a couple clips of him as Nick, but they did not really he didn't talk much. But you know who else was on? Who else? Um, Brian Bonsall, who played the youngest kid, Andy, who was born during the show and is now, he's just a couple years younger than me, so he's probably like 37, 38. Oh my um, God, I forgot about him. What's he up to? Well, I think he's in a band. Okay. Um, he And I think he had some problems with the law. I think he might have been arrested for domestic abuse. Ooh. Um, but but seems to be doing well. And he had a kid a year ago. At one point, he took his one-year-old son and showed him to everyone else watching um and they were all just they were all just so lovely and delightful to watch um and yeah and it, and it was great and you know they they talked about how you know the kids had a lot of fun and often like misbehaved but but like as siblings did you know like on the set backstage right. um but um what's his name michael gross who played the father steven said he didn't realize until after the show that like family ties was a unicorn in that like mm. there really wasn't any discord there weren't battles there weren't fights there weren't anything like you ended up hearing about in so many other tv shows he said and i didn't realize that during the time until after the the fact and it's nice to see these things when you know i think you try and distance yourself a little bit career-wise from the thing that was yeah. your signature yeah. initially but then after enough time goes by and you've still somehow survived, you're just thrilled to come back and have any excuse to reunite, which is why I think a lot of these reunions are particularly uh, special. Um, right. And right. I encourage people to go and check them out because you never know if your favorite thing was one of them. Um, but yeah, it was really, really, really sweet. 
and a reminder of something I already knew, which is I love that show to death and I should write a book about it because no one's written a book like, you know, a fan companion for the show. So That's maybe actually I a very good point. So I am putting that out there. Also, I'm acknowledging I don't listen to it, but I know there is a Family Ties podcast. And my hunch is I already know more than those guys do anyway. I think yeah, I think that's a really good idea to to write. And you know, I mean, I hate to say, I mean, this is like the marketer in me coming out, but you know, Michael J. Fox has been living with um, Parkinson's Parkinson's for a very long time, and I think that you know, if you're gonna, if anybody's gonna do it, it feels like now is the time. Uh, yeah, I I I agree. Um, the creator of the show, Gary David Goldberg, passed away a few years ago, which is sad um, and means he couldn't obviously cooperate with this. But I'm like, you know what? This is actually now a bucket list item for me. So I'm asking you, our listeners, to encourage me to keep at it and keep me honest to put whatever work is involved in China to make this move. And also, if anyone knows someone who might be able to help this thing to fruition, I am not asking, but begging for you to help me with that. So, well, first so of all, you need are. to do a proposal. It's going to be yeah. A so I need someone to help me understand how to do a proposal. <laughs> Google is your friend, my friend. That's true. I have Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so much out there with how to do a book proposal. And then and then you just kind of find those pop culture, um, you know, the, the pop culture imprints at the at the various publishers. Um, but I'm sure that I'm sure that it'll get snapped up. I mean, you know, I know somebody who released the Supernatural cookbook or something like that a couple of months ago. Well, you know. then that is my that is my quest. I think that's a good idea. So, yeah. So that is something um, I guess I'm thankful for. My awareness that Family Ties was a good show and is a safe, happy place. In addition to the Hallmark world. In addition to the Hallmark world. Okay. I got nothing. Well, I can talk about something. Okay, good. Because I've been like barely, barely hanging on this past week. So Yeah, I hear that. (laughs) I hear that loud and effing clear. Um, yeah, um, Alyssa and I watched a Netflix series called Dash and Lily that, uh, I guess dropped last week. I uh, saw that on my Netflix and I was wondering about it. Um, I initially, well, I initially was confused because I already know of a Showtime movie called Dash and Lily, which is about Dashiell Hammett and Lillian Hellman and was pretty good and was Emmy nominated, but this is actually something very different. Yeah, no, that, that um, this gonna... is... Uh, I mean, I guess it's a young adult series. Uh, it's based on um, a book, a young adult book by Rachel Cohn and David Levithan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dash and Lily's Book of Dares is what it's called. And Joe Trace has adapted it to be a streaming series. And he's the one who adapted, and I hate to say this because there's several of my least favorite musicals of the last few years. Um, but he did Be More Chill and mm-hmm. um, The Lightning Thief. Okay. Uh, which which both had off-Broadway to Broadway runs. Um, but I've interviewed him, I've spoken to him, and, and he's a nice guy and a talent in his own right. So I have to say, I really enjoyed this series, which is um, 
It's a set in New York, and so we're able to recognize oodles of locations and oodles of New York actors. And it's about these two um, teenagers who don't know each other but communicate by leaving clues for one uh, for one another uh, in a red notebook um, that they leave all over the city and sometimes rely on the kindness of others to sort of help move this sort of like back and forth scavenger hunt along. And yeah, they're actually kind of dares that they're each asking the other to do to sort of keep moving this relationship along. Um, mm. And it's, it's really sweet. I think it's kind of imbalanced because the, the male teen character dash um, is like, like a rich sort of like preppy kid who hates Christmas. Um, there's not much interest to him as far as I can tell, but the Lily character who is like a more sort of lovelorn romantic one um, is I think really fun to watch. And I think really kind of an interesting character who's given great depth by the actress who plays her um, uh, a woman named Midori Francis, who I have not just seen on stage, but have Drama Desk nominated year before last. So I feel what like I saw her first. A show that was also a show that Alyssa and I say should have won the Pulitzer last year called Usual Girls, written okay. by Ming Pfeiffer, who herself has now gone on to write for TV. Okay. Um, really, really smart show that I encourage everyone to seek and find read it now if you can and then maybe there can be more productions done when ever theater returns um but she's a major discovery and you know people you know when one of the things i happened to tweet while we were watching is she is the the name that should come up first when people talk about oh you should cast this person or oh i want to see this person in blah 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 which that sort of dream casting is something i see a lot on social media yeah don't typically agree with it but but i'll say then put this person in your mad libs conversations as well because it's a name everyone should know she's really such an extreme talent um in an effortless but charming performance um so yeah and the ensemble as it is um most of them if not all of them being you know people that are mostly stage actors very very good mm, cool um so yeah surprise and it's easy to binge it's a season of eight episodes that none of which are really over 30 minutes so so it's it doesn't ask too much of you but but does hit a sweet spot oh okay good to know yeah because i saw i saw it i said oh that looks kind of cute but you know you got to be in the right mood for that you know or i do at least well it's easier i mean everything that i want to watch is like heavy and dramatic and Alyssa's like, nope, not in the mood. So this one was. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, I want to fess up. I think I said it not on this one, but on the Back on the Block podcast. Uh, I have again watched the Home Alone and Home Alone 2 double whammy. And 30 years after the fact, I am completely rid of my bitterness and hatred of the film and of Macaulay Culkin specifically. It yeah. took me a long time and the love of a good woman to get there, but now I'm finally over it. I'm sorry, it's the best holiday movie ever. Okay, but I will say this. Mm -hmm. The family is terrible. The parents are terrible. Oh, of course they're terrible. But who cares? It's, it's I mean, yeah, that's not what it's about. That's Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
Also, not really a hot take, but I do think the the burglar stuff, the the Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci stuff, mm-hmm. if you took that out of the movies and just made it about him being on his own, mm-hmm. still be just as great. Yep. Yep. He's fantastic in it. He really is. He absolutely he, is. I mean, you know, and I and I say, and he's a child. He was a child. Yeah. And he no, was he's so, so charismatic. Compelling. Yeah, and so, so natural in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will be doing my home alone watching in December with my my dear child. It is our it is our tradition. And as I think we also discussed, not on this one but on the other pod, uh, also be doing some home for the holidays watching. Yes, we will do our annual home for the holidays watching. Doug and I love that movie, and we everyone should know this movie. Everyone should love this movie. Um... If you don't, I would actually be curious to know why. It is one of the best ensemble yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, it is. It absolutely is. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. And uh, yeah, makes you... Um, it, it hits that right note of having to deal with family. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, like it gets it gets the push pull of like yeah I love them but I hate no one more yeah and I think that it's one of those movies that I always like to watch sort of like at the tail end of Thanksgiving weekend where I've had like the od of family time and I am just like and it's just so nice to like sink into your couch or your pillows or your bed or whatever and like have like you know really junky leftovers yeah. and. And just be like, I am not alone. (laughs) It's reassuring in that regard, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you just sort of sit there and you just think into it and you're like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. This is so perfect. I get it. I get it. It is true. Yeah. And yes. So yeah, for, for those of you who maybe aren't getting together with loved ones this season, um, maybe, maybe. Turn that on on Thursday. Yeah, it'll just remind you yeah. of what you've missed. <laughs> it, it can be a substitute. All right. And I think that's our I think that's our boulevard. We probably yeah. won't uh, see or hear from you guys again until after the holiday. So we just wish you the healthiest and safest of Thanksgivings. And, you know. Find something to be thankful for. And if for whatever reason you're doing it alone and it's too much, you know, Karen and I are a Facebook post or a tweet away. So don't be shy. Exactly. And you have lots of back episodes of, uh, of our, of our podcast to listen to. That's true. That's true. We have a, I'm we have a hell of a backlog. Like family. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. I'm going to bed. <laughs> All right. Good night, Karen. And good luck to everyone else. Take care. We love you. Bye. Bye.